What's up, everyone? Welcome back to uh, Nerd Rankings what? and Reviews. Yeah, I was gonna say like normally I only say which one it is, so like Nerd Reviews or Nerd Rankings, but this isn't either. <laughs> this is just Nerd. No, it's it's reviews. Oh yeah, we're reviews. We're reviewing people's opinions. <laughs> we're reviewing reviews. Yeah. Okay, so obviously you've already heard what we're doing. We're, uh, I have found three websites. I say three websites. They're the exact same website, but um, different topics. Um, and you found some like critic reviews, haven't you? Mm-hmm. I of... found I found people reviews. You've <laughs> everyday people just yeah. going, "Ayo, this crap mm-hmm. is crap." Of the three. MCU films that we have covered so far, so that is Captain America the First Avenger, Iron Man 1 and Iron Man 2 mm-hmm. um, If you haven't listened to those podcasts, I will leave um, either a link in the, in the description of the podcast uh, description mm-hmm. uh, and, and the um, obviously the YouTube video, but I'll also with people watching the YouTube video on the iCard, you'll find um playlist for our nerd uh, reviews. Oh, you get fancy. Yep. <laughs> um, okay, anyway. So do you want me to start us off? Absolutely. Okay. So I think we should start off with um the first film, obviously. Obviously. Why wouldn't we? Okay, go away. <laughs> Okay, so twenty things about Captain America in general mm-hmm. don't make it that don't make sense. But it doesn't really matter if we talk about the other ones. It's just that, like, this has quite a few from the first Avenger as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, number twenty. Mm-hmm. Number jam. Number twenty. Mm-hmm. Why did he crash the plane in the first Avenger? Oh, yeah, by the way, this is from ScreenRant.com. So if they, like, fuck up, then it's ScreenRant. We'll, we'll just send an angry email. Yep. Um, uh, um, so... Uh, okay, hang on. Uh, like, do you want to hear what they've said? Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the first Avenger, Captain America sneaks aboard. Okay, we know what the fuck happens. Uh, if he you defeats... haven't watched, yeah. the... oh, listen to our podcast and like either know. listen to our podcast or watch the film. Watch the film. <laughs> uh, he defeats all the Hydra combatants on the plane, eliminates Red Skull, and takes control of the plane. There's absolutely no further threat emanating from the Hydra plane. What do you mean? So why the... does Captain America decide oh. to? Because it has bombs on it. And he doesn't know if he can land the plane. And Cause, cause because the, the wing, wing Yeah, because the wings were fucked. <laughs> the Valiant Cap could have found a parachute and jumped his way to safety. Yeah, but... But he's still in Antarctica. Yeah. He could have even simply hopped out. Also, the... Um, the communications were... Not getting blocked, but they were fucking up because mm. of where he was. Yeah, and it could have been years before uh, mm. Stark found them. He could have, 
He could have even simply hopped out, seeing how he's nearly indestructible. Excuse me? He could have hopped? Yeah, he's indestructible, but he still has a spine. Yeah, like, he's, he's still human. Like, he's not, like, the Hulk. <laughs> yeah, he still has a spine. If he falls, he's dead. An escape from the plane would have saved Steve Rogers, Steve Rogers, 70 years of his life. However, maybe that's exactly what you wanted. Maybe Cap was simply avoiding that dance with Peggy Carter. Excuse me? No. No, oh. because it... Like, I know that like it's Endgame, but in Endgame, he goes back to do oh. it. <laughs> it's just... I don't know. No. When was this? When was this? Can I see when this was? Can I? This is just wrong. 2018. Okay. Just wrong. That's... Okay, that's fine. Okay. It's when Infinity War came out. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. Number 19. How old is he? What? What? In the comics, Steve Rogers was finally able to join the military at the young age of 20. In the movies, though, his age was increased to 21. Oh, wow. Big. Well, there you go. That's your fucking answer, then. Oh, yeah. The... This means that Rogers was frozen at the age of 20 or 21, and therefore should be the same age when he's thawed 70 years later. No, because that's not how time works. However, in the comic and the films, Rogers looks a lot older than a 20 or 21-year-old. Well, why would he be the same? Like, he's not dead, and then gets, like, fucking... Resurrected? Yeah. With his bulging muscles and mature beard, Chris Evans looks more like the 37-year-old he is than Steve Rogers' 21-year-old self. What the fuck did they want them to do? I'm so confused on what they're getting angry about. It's because he's not the same age as he was when he was in ice. Okay, well, yeah, ice might slow down your aging, but you still kind of age. You still age. Just not as quickly. Mm. It's like when we used to put... Um, it's like when you put meat in a freezer. It will still the, go hang on, hang on. Throughout the films, we also don't get to see Rogers grow up. He acts with a lot more maturity than a person of his age, and sometimes we forget that he's still basically a child. He went to war. Yeah. <laughs> I think that matures anyone. <laughs> oh yeah, he was in World War Two. Yeah, nah. You should be young, stupid, and entitled. You should be pensioner. Why aren't <laughs> you a hippie? Okay, this one's about... Okay, number 18. This one's more about um, the Winter Soldier. Already a great but, film. Yeah. Wait, no, Winter Soldier, no. Uh. No, Winter Soldier's there. Uh, I, whenever, whenever you say Winter Soldier, I always mean, I thought you mean... Um, Civil War. Uh, and it's his pop culture knowledge. Um, in Winter Soldier, Black Widow and Captain America visit S.H.I.E.L.D.'s non-operational New Jersey base. As Black Widow boots up one of the supercomputers, she says, shall we play a game? 
and understanding the reference as a line from War Games 1983, Rogers jokingly responds with, Love to, how about global thermonuclear war? However, wait a minute, how does Captain America know what War Games is, but according to his pop culture list, has no idea what Star Wars or Star Trek is? That's not something you can complain about. I get their point. I don't. But, maybe he watches things, and then doesn't watch other things. Yeah. That argument, that thing that you're complaining about, is like saying, um, is like just saying, okay, so you like watching, um, mafia films, like, um, The Godfather, so why don't you like fucking Breaking Bad? There you go. <laughs> like, or it's like, um, it's like, um, talking to vegetarians and saying, so you like eating, um, greens, you like eating, uh, salad and like, um, corn food. Why like don't the... you like eating dandelions? Why don't you just eat grass? Like, <laughs> like also, it doesn't maybe, work. Maybe he prefers war games because the only thing he last experienced was war. Was war, yeah. And as Star Wars, despite having war in the name, isn't as war y yeah. as, you know, he might like. With the um, list that they're talking about, Mm -hmm. Do you want me to read the list? Um, yeah, sure. Because they have the moon landing, the Beatles. Okay, well, you can catch up on these things. It just takes a quick Google. The I World can... Cup final of 1966, where we won. <laughs> Sean Connery, Thai food, Star Wars slash Star Trek, Nirvana band. Rocky, uh, Rocky 2, question mark. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. But yeah. If this is based in the real world, yeah? Yeah. He could have gone on Wikipedia and mm -hmm. searched up major events between this year and this year, and little things will come up. He can just do a quick Wikipedia, yeah. and he'll find out about all that shit. Yeah, so he, he probably like knows what Star Wars and Star Trek is. He like, just doesn't know, He just doesn't know quotes. Because he... Yeah, because like he writes down Trouble Man after um, bumping into um, Falcon, doesn't he? Yeah. Because they start talking about what he's listening to. Sounds yeah. like he writes it down. And then, um, like, he, the like he probably just... Yeah, <laughs> like he doesn't then rub out what he now knows. Like he'll just keep it there. Yeah. So he probably knows what Star Wars is now. But he just... It's not a forefront of his mind. Yeah. Okay, number 17. Mm-hmm. How did he... Okay, no, no, never mind. We'll forget that one. Oh, okay. Fred's that one's about like... Civil War. Oh, okay. Not true. <laughs> number 16. Okay, I, th I think this one's more stupid than the age question. Oh, no. Why does his shield make sounds? 
is 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 that a serious question? Yes. Why do? Okay, so first I'm going to explain science. Okay, okay a little, no, little wait, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me read the first paragraph because it does make a tiny bit of sense. In the films, Captain America's shield is is completely made out of vibranium. False. <laughs> Uh, because we see it in um in Iron Man Two, and it's not fully made out of vibranium. There's normal metal parts behind it. Oh yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then, like, even if someone would hit the shield, and you're saying that that doesn't make any sound, it hitting into the normal metal behind it will. Yeah, because it'll ricochet. According to Stark, the shield works because vibranium makes it completely vibration-absorbent. How can a metal do that? <laughs> Therefore, the metal is able to deflect against almost any type of force through do, absorbing its that. vibrations I, I really, and energy. I really do want to do this by Google. Why? However, sound is defined as the vibration of air molecules. So if the shield absorbs all vibrations, why are we able to still hear it ping? Cling okay, and hum. Here we go, here we go, here we okay, go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Okay, yeah. Science, okay? Because okay, yeah. this question is really pissing me off. Yeah, yeah, When so... nickel is hit, a compressive <laughs> wave results. This wave moves through the metal until it hits another surface. So say your <laughs> fist. It then reflects from the surface and continues its energy falls to zero. This energy is called energy transfer, and it transfers into sound, a ringing mm. sound. Yeah. That's why it makes sound. It's just metal. It's still mm. metal. It may be vibranium, but it's still metal. Yeah, like whether or not um, it absorbs all the vibration, it's still then going to be sending like energy back to um whoever it is to hit him. Mm. Otherwise the shield would be shit. Because if if impact would hit it and not reverberate back, mm -hmm. then all they'd have to do is like they wouldn't be stunned by him like blocking it. They'd hit it, grab it, and then just hit him again. What would be the point in the shield? <laughs> just be a just just be like a you holding up a piece of paper. Because the whole point in a shield is to defend. Is to not yeah one to Obviously, defend and, and two to absorb the um, pressure. Yeah, to absorb the blow and then um, to have enough surface pressure. To still, um, like, um, like stun them, quote unquote. So you can parry, basically. Yeah, but not even that. It's just like, um, like if, like, like if you were to block with a shield and they hit it hard enough, mm -hmm. they would then have the entire, like, not the entire, but like their hit mostly reverberate back into them, and then they'd like. Like in any film, when you see them use a shield, they'll hit the shield and then they'll like 
stumble back or whatever the fuck. Like, that's the whole point of a shield. So if it can't do that, then it's shit, and you might as well not have it. Okay, anyway, next, <laughs> next thing. Number 15. Why are his disguises so good? What? What disguises? Am I being a dunce or or something? Uh, Clark Kent is constantly chastised for his cloak of invisibility. All it takes to hide his identity from the world is a simple pair of glasses. However, Steve Rogers is also a master in the art of deception. Mm-hmm. During Rogers' countless run-ins with the law, he constantly turns to his handy-dandy blue hat to deflect people from seeing his face. Sometimes, like in Winter Soldier, he also puts on a pair of regular glasses as if the see-through frames somehow cover up his face. No, but if you start to, one, not dress like yourself, two, have glasses, and three, stay away from most people, you probably will not get found. Mm. Like, what do you think, like, obviously it doesn't happen a lot, but like, what do you think fugitives do? Like, what do they actually think that they do? <laughs> like, he, he, like, he's not going to put on a balaclava. <laughs> Lucky for Rogers, though, his disguise fools almost everyone throughout the movies. The only person that ever catches him is a little boy in the Captain America Museum. How is no one else able to identify Captain America in a museum full of pictures of himself? Is his hat really that powerful? No. No, they just don't... It's just, why would you think he would be be at his own museum? Yeah, he'd be a bit egotistical. Yeah, Number 14, he doesn't seem to know anything about being in the military. That's the fucking point. (laughs) What do you mean he doesn't seem to know anything? Do you mean? Okay, he joins the military after being rewarded for his determination, bravery, and quick smarts. However, it seems as though he was never taught anything about military protocol. Hmm... In the first Avenger, he wears his combat infantry badge, CIB, below his ribbons, but they're actually worn on top. He also used his social security number in the movie, but during World War II, military personnel used a service number rather than an SSN. After coming back to camp, Rogers salutes Colonel Phillips as a good soldier does. However, he ends the salute before the colonel salutes back. According to regulation, a soldier has to hold a salute to a superior officer until he salutes back. Rogers also wears hats indoors on multiple occasions, which is a no-no for military personnel. Which is a no-no. I mean... Would anyone actually complain? He is quite literally... The experiment that won them the war. Yeah, I was about to say, like... Do you really think the colonel is going to be, like... Like, he is quite literally a superhuman. 
do you think that they're going to be like take your hat off like he could very just punch him and they go for a fucking wall I'm not just imagining him just up this way number 13 why can't he get drunk what? they explain that in the fucking film <laughs> no he explains that in the film doesn't he in the first avenger he says like because his hormones or something are acting at such a fast oh, rate yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He, like certain things can't happen like he heals so quick therefore he can't get drunk yeah, because he because he's like dr- he's trying to drink away his sorrows after Bucky quote unquote dies. Yeah, that, that's that's what I'm yeah. about. Um... Yeah, in the first Avenger, Captain America tells Peggy Carter that he can't get drunk because his cells regenerate too fast and therefore his metabolism runs four times faster than the normal human. Mm-hmm. So you've answered your own question. However, that doesn't mean that it's impossible for him to get drunk. He simply has to drink stronger alcohol in a faster amount of time. No. That's not how it works. That's not how the science works. Well, that's probably how the science works. But, like, he's not going to be downing, like, 20 litres of absinthe. Clearly, they want him to. Like, <laughs> one typical glass of beer has less than an ounce of pure alcohol in it, which Cap would be able to process in less. Less than fifty. Any more than this, or switching to whiskey could get the Cap drunk. If Thor and the other Asgardians can get drunk, That's then weird. so can Captain America. But that's major cap. Mm. Mainly because in the MCU, mm. it's probably explained in comics. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it's not fully explained how like all of his metabolism shit works. Mm. Like his metabolism runs four times faster. Yeah. But then, like, we don't know if he ever got a booster shot. <laughs> it's like a vaccine. Maybe. Oh, well, hey, here's a good one. Mm. That I actually do kind of agree with. Mm-hmm. Number 12, his magical Hulk pants. Can I have... Um, can I have some... 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 <laughs> An explanation. The most powerful item in the M- in the Marvel universe isn't an Infinity Stone. Instead, it seems to be a couple pairs of pants. When scrawny little Steve Rogers is injected with the Super Soldier Serum, he is yeah. wearing khaki-coloured pants. They fit the small kid quite perfectly, but seem to also magically fit his buff alter ego. For- I mean, I mean, he's not an alter ego. <laughs> It's just him now. It's It's not an alter ego. Mr. Hyde is an alter ego. Don't you just love... Don't you just love it when they fuck up what they're talking about? And they contradict themselves. 
Despite gaining all kinds of muscles throughout his body and drastically oh. increasing in size, oh. Roger's pants are still able to hold on. They don't rip and they don't seem to fit the cap just as well as they did prior to the injection. Oh no, and they seem to fit. The Okay. <laughs> the sisterhood of the travelling pants better watch out. What the fuck are you talking about now? Why did he stop using guns? Wait, what? Hang on, hang on. You can't just go from... <laughs> that's number 11, sorry. That's oh, number 11. Sorry. You can't just go from... Just... From pants. Anyway. To... <laughs> Why did he stop using guns? Yeah, during... Okay. During the first Avenger, we see Captain America wielding a gun on many occasions. He's not only using the firearms, but he also has a lot of skill shooting them. However, this is the last time in the movies that we see Cap significantly using a weapon other than his shield. Although we see Rogers use an M16 style rifle briefly in the Avengers and a knife at the beginning of Winter Soldier, we never really see him use the weapons that he was trained to use in the military. Mainly because they're not used anymore. <laughs> no one uses a, a Mauser from World War II anymore, screen rant. Like, what the fuck do you mean? Is this, is this because of his newfound morals or because he's no longer fighting a war? Probably his newfound morals. He probably does not want to kill every fucker he sees. <laughs> Number 10, why can't he afford a place in Brooklyn? Because he doesn't have money? Because he doesn't have bare bank. Okay, we'll skip the details of that one because it talks about like Age of Ultron and shit. Do you want to go on to one of mine? Hang on, uh... Okay, hang on. I'll skip through all the random ones and I'll only talk about the first Avenger ones on here quick since we're oh, near the end of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Number... <laughs> Number eight. Why does he go on a USO tour? You mean a USA tour, right? <laughs> Why does he go on a USA tour rather than fighting the war? They explain it. In the film, Screen Rant. Watch the film, Screen Rant. <laughs> I generally feel like they haven't. They've just seen like a few trailers. <laughs> They're just like, that's wrong. Literally, I can't remember what he is for the army, however. He's but propaganda. He yeah, okay, there we go. He literally says to Steve, I have a thing for you. Um, Come to whatever or whatever. And it's quite literally... And like he literally says to whoever is next to him, just like, this is really like helping the cause or whatever. It's just propaganda. This makes absolutely no sense. He's clearly an amazing asset. Instead of helping on the front lines, he's reduced to a, a parading around in a costume. Yeah, because but if you watched the film, if you, you watched the film, why? Uh, okay, you're not fucking next one. I don't even want to. Do you want to do one of mine? Because at least they won't. Uh, I, at least I think they watched the film. <laughs> hang on, hang on. His hair never moves. And his suit magically repairs itself. 
Wait, wait, wait. What? <laughs> Sorry, I don't think this one has anything to do with the first adventure, but... The cap's hair isn't the only thing that remains perfectly conditioned. What do you mean? <laughs> it's always getting fucked up. <laughs> always, it's always going to crack a weird quiff, but it's mm. not a perfect quiff. Although there's must Hang on. Hang on. Okay. I'm not going to go too far into this. Mm-hmm. Why does he know hand to hand combat? <laughs> I, I, I generally think that person has not watched the film. They're just like, a, they've woken up they're in a bad mood. And hang they're on. just. Hey, I want to check the title of this real quick. Don't make sense. Number four, him jogging. Um, what's wrong with that? Um, okay, hey, and this is Winter Soldier. First off, Cap doesn't have to run to keep in shape. That's what the serum is for. Secondly, their jog, their jogging route has seemed to stump many DC natives on the internet. What do you mean? Okay, basically because. It's kind of like, I don't, what the fuck? What's wrong with this? The route has been established to be four point six ish miles long. Since Cap passed Wilson three times, this is in line with the statement Wilson makes, saying that he ran at like thirteen miles in thirty minutes. However, DC natives have been quick to point out that there's no loop in the route. It doesn't include any closed circuits, and therefore, there's no way that Cap could pass Wilson even once. But there is. It's because he does, because speed. He but, is speed. No, no, but like, they've got a picture of the route. And, like... You broke, you've actually broken Fred. Clearly is. Okay, number three, his relationship with but Okay, I'm not even going to get involved with that. Do you want to do one of mine? Hang on. Number one, why is he called the first Avenger? Because he's the fucking first Avenger! <laughs> technically, that's not true. Oh, wait, no, no, technically it is. Never mind, you know me. Yeah. I was to say Captain Marvel, but then I realised, no, that's, that's, that's after World War II. However, how did he get this nickname? What? What do you mean, how did Captain he... Captain America is not the first superhero in the movies or the comics to join the Avengers. Okay, in the... Okay, comics don't fucking count. <laughs> Some fans say that Cap is known as the first Avenger because he's the oldest member of the team. However, that's not true either. Uh, uh, as, as an Asgardian, Thor is a lot older than the 20-year-old born in the 1920s. The reason he's called the first Avenger could be because he's the first Avenger to ever appear in a comic. However, this is a very roundabout way to get a nickname. No. When does he wake up? Sorry? You know at the end of the first Avenger, when does he wake up? Um, when does uh, Rogers wake up 
and TFA. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, hang on. Mm-hmm. 70 years after, like, 1945. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm about to do fucking... Okay, he came back in 2015, okay. Mm-hmm. Who was made an Avenger by then? By 2015? No, hand, that can't be right. Why can't it? Because the first Avengers film took place in 2012, so he can't have come out in 2015. Oh, yeah, hang on. Yeah, hang on, yeah, yeah. Okay, hang on. Uh, when is TFA set? Fine, I'll put the first Avenger. I'm for, 1942. Okay, so he apparently wakes up 2012. Okay. Um, even though you don't know when he was put on the list. That is true. Like, just because he woke up in 2012 doesn't mean that that was when he was then put on the list. He might have been put on the list as soon as they started making the initiative. Because mm. he, as he was found in, like, probably about 2008. When is the beginning of the first adventure? <laughs> Okay, the first Avenger Wikipedia plot in the present day. Well, that can't be right. Okay, not fuck it. Okay. I think that's the one of the only points that they made that had some kind of validity. Yeah. I just, okay. I don't know. So do you want to do one of your ones? Sh- sure. Which one do you want? Do you want to pause? No, that's Teams. Why do I want to put that? No, 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 stop opening. <laughs> no, 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 I clicked on the wrong thing. No, go away. Okay, cool. <laughs> right, that's gone. Um... Right, so do you want a a negative or a positive? We'll go with the negative. Okay. So I've got two for you. This is the only Ooh. one with two, I think. I might be yeah. wrong. But... So Which one is this one? about Captain America? Yeah. Okay. It's bland. Fair. Okay, and then he goes, I'm actually uh, not a huge fan of Captain America. Well, that's uh, a bit biased. <laughs> It's extremely bland. That... Uh, hang, on, wait, wait, hang on, hang on, hang well, on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Can I? Uh, so uh, his main argument for that bit was, "I'm not a huge fan of Captain America." That was his second point, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then his third point. So his that's, third point was bland. Well, hang on. That's like reviewing, uh, like mozzarella, and saying. 
uh, I'm not a huge fan of cheese, and this is pretty shit. Look, okay, like, okay, okay. Look, look. Just let me re- let me read the review. Okay, then fine. Eat it fine. His, okay, fine. His fine. first point is it's bland. His mm-hmm. second point is he's not a huge fan of the Captain America. His third point is it's extremely bland. <laughs> but you've already said it's bland. <laughs> it didn't even feel like a Marvel film till the end credit scene with Nick Fury when he breaks out the uh anyway it's a needed backstory but it was boring bland Captain America was like no character development and only people respecting him Captain America had the character himself is a cliche and bland <laughs> I recommend Infinity okay no one's needed he's talking about that what did he say I would recommend Infinity War <laughs> and the end game and most importantly, the Iron Man trilogy for some actual character development and the coolest, best scenes of all, Iron Man. Okay, basically, Fam, basically, the whole thing was it's bland. Okay, I'm sorry, but you cannot mention, like, you cannot have that bit at the end. That's like saying, like, um, okay. Oh, shit. You've actually, like, hurt Fred. Mentally. Yeah, I'm mentally like confused in what you just said. Like you can't say like don't watch the prequels or the OT of Star Wars. Just watch the sequels. They're pretty good. <laughs> like like you can't do that. But this is this is his entire thing. It's basically it's got no backstory. It's bland. Character has no development. I mean, it has no backstory. It has apparently. Oh no, sorry. It 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 fulfills a backstory that a character we haven't even met yet. Um, which is true, but I mean. But that's the point. That's the point. Um, he has no character development, which is wrong. Because despite yes. the film being bland, he does have character development. Not much, but he does have character development. He does have character development. He goes from um, being a whiny kid that doesn't know what the fuck's going on to just some stoic five to, foot, uh, seven foot. Um, yeah, some seven foot giant who's able to like save the world. Yeah, being a stoic figure by realizing that he is who he is now and doing what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And and it's bland. Which I I, I, agree, I agree that it's bland. You don't have to say it so much. Yeah. Give us give us points why it's bland. Oh well does he not even explain his points? No, he just goes, it's bland, it's bland, there's no character development which makes it bland. The villain's weird, which makes it bland. Hey, the villain's weird, so it's bland. Yes, that's that's his exact point. What? <laughs> his entire story is a cliche. In what way <laughs> is him getting roofied? Is him getting being... roofied into being a strong, like six foot nine man, being rel- chased by like, a man that has a, a red cliche. skull? A cliche. 
I don't know. Uh, I don't, I don't what, know. What's anyway. another point? So this is the... What, okay. do, you, do you want the second point or do you want the second review? Okay, no, no. Second review. Fuck it. Here we go. Okay. I feel like this is the... I haven't read it extensively, but it's a bit better. Mm-hmm. This movie had me watching at the start and uh, had me watching intentively at the start until mm-hmm. I reason until I realized it was going nowhere. Yep. It just <laughs> bored me. As mm-hmm. I started doing other things, paying attention less and less. Bucky is a good character. Sadly, he quote unquote dies at the end. <laughs> yep. As well as the uh, brackets. Obviously, they aren't dead. I feel like this movie is pretty much worse than for Dark World. That's what I don't agree with. Okay. Okay. That's taking it a step too far. Captain America is one of my favorites, but mm-hmm. sorry, this movie just isn't my thing. Yeah. Okay. That's 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 respectful. Okay. okay. It, gives you points. it gives us evidence. It makes a bad point at the end. Yeah, yeah. But overall, it's you, you can't say it's worse than Thor: The Dark World because that's like saying this meal is worse than eating pure dog shit. This meal is worse than eating my grandmama's ashes. Yeah, like um, you can't say it. Like <laughs> you can't. You can't just okay. all the dark was a dumpster fire. So how can you? The like, the only thing in my mind stopping Captain Marvel from being worse is is the special effects because it looks white. Yeah. But other than that, <laughs> it shines. Mm. Okay, you ready for my next article? Mm -hmm. Iron Man's 10 biggest mistakes in in brackets that we can learn from. Oh, hang on, Iron Man. Do you want me to do my pro thing about... um, Iron Man. uh, Captain America. Okay, go on then. So this is the the two, one of the two, but the other one was pretty much bad grammar. Okay. Um, All the way through. I couldn't actually understand what he was trying to say. Yep. He, he, it's like he got his cat to write it. He was just like, right. There you cat go. That's yep. Um great movie. Mm-hmm. Exclamation mark. A movie <laughs> full of love and a film represent representation taking place during the Second World War. I love the casting, Chris Evans, Haley Aswell, Tommy Lee Jones, Stanley Tusi, Sebastian Stan, Choo-choo. Dominic that's it. Dominic Cooper and Hugo Weaving. This is a personal favourite, and I think this film is my third favourite MCU Marvel Cinematic Movie and an amazing origin story, showing us who Captain America was and how he is now. I recommend this for family movie nights or just for fun. Okay. That's... Okay, so I agree with the... I agree with the casting. Yeah. I don't agree that it should be your third favourite MCU No, no. Because that there's just so many things better than that. There's Doctor Strange. There's the Infinity War Endgame thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but the like we don't Iron know what his first and second though. Mm. His first and second might be Captain Marvel and Thor: The Dark World. <laughs> I'm gonna. I would like actually try and find someone. Um, <laughs> I mean, even Iron Man Two has things that are slightly better than this film. Yes. Every uh-huh. single. Every single film, even Thor The Dark World, have aspects that are better than the first Avenger. Yeah. I mean, just look at our, our rating of it. It is the lowest at the moment. It's mm. meh. It's eh. <laughs> it's meh. It's literally meh. Mm. 
Okay. It's, a bit, it's a bit better than would only watch once, but mm-hmm. it's meh. Yeah. You know? Okay. Anyway. Okay, Iron Man's 10 biggest mistakes. Okay, we can skip number 10, because that's talking about Spider-Man Far From Home. Great, already great. Yep. Number nine, careless weapons manufacturer. When we meet Tony Stark in the MCU, he is a selfish yet successful weapons manufacturer. He is responsible for designing some powerful and awesome weaponry. However, he is also careless about who is able to get their hands on those weapons. Tony gets hit with this reality when he sees terrorists with his weapons. However, he he was paying more attention to his company and its dealings. This wouldn't have been such a shock. This wouldn't have been... This wouldn't have been such a shock. Given the seriousness of his business, Tony should have taken it more seriously. Yes. Which is why, when he goes back, he stops doing weapons altogether. Number number eight, trusting Obadiah. How was that a mistake? Sorry. <laughs> I um. No, I don't even. I can't even defend that. Tony has a knack for surrounding himself with a solid group of companions, even before the Avengers were formed. Uh, Pepper and Rhodey have been solid allies for him over the years, but he failed to recognise the most obvious villain in his midst. Obadiah Stane was Howard Stark's business partner and became Tony's mentor. He was also the one who had the most to gain from Tony's demise and seemed to disagree with Tony on all aspects of the business. No, he didn't. He only objected when they started to go out of the weapons business. Which makes complete sense if someone such as Obadiah is a businessman that specialises in selling and and like manufacturing weaponry. <laughs> Screen rant. Okay, no. Wandering house arrest. Giving up his home address. No. Insulting Killian. No. Okay, number four. We've skipped a lot of this this web this one so far. Mm-hmm. Letting the world know he's Iron Man. What's wrong with that? Perhaps Tony Stark's most iconic moment in the MCU was admitting to the world that he was in fact Iron Man. It also happens to be one of his dumbest moves. Excuse me. It is perfectly in keeping with the character whose ego would prevent him from having a secret identity. But once again, he didn't think things through. That is literally the character of Tony. Excuse me, I was He think doesn't that... think things I through. By saying this publicly, Tony introduced the idea of superheroes to the world and potentially increased the number of threats. He immediately made him and thought around him a target. He immediately made him and thought around him a target. 
What the fuck does that mean, Screen Rant? Okay, he immediately made him a target. Makes sense. He immediately made him and thought around him a target. What, during the speech, was he, like, imagining a target around him? Because apparently he thought a target around him. And it's hard to think of one way it benefited all. Business. He's a businessman. Screen rant. If he's known as a saviour and a superhero, not only will it fill ego, it will also make bank. It will make mad bank. Okay number, okay, number three, trying to kill Bucky. We'll leave that one. Number two, not reforming the Avengers. We'll leave that one. Number one, Okay. Okay, that's the end of this website. <laughs> that's the end of the website. Yep. Because it was Ultron after that. <laughs> okay. <sighs> so. Damn, this episode's getting me all riled up. <laughs> are, you, are you ready? Yep. So I don't think for negatives about Iron Man. Yes, there's only one. Oh. It, it was it was difficult to find a negative. Is uh, is the person who wrote its name Obadiah? <laughs> probably. Um, <laughs> okay. Actually, it's about Obadiah. Oh. A billionaire lets a partner mm-hmm. who he knows is an evil man walk right into his house, zero security, and mind freezes him. Does it take technology really? Ignorance is bliss, but this is this is so unbelievable and ignorant one star is too much. What? That's his review. Do people Okay I agree that it was a stupid move. Yes it was. We we can't you know, we can't But and this is a big butt. Ooh, big butt. Could yep. be nice. <laughs> if he has been your mentor since the age of like twelve, mm-hmm. You're why? Why would you have a trusting thing? Yeah, and why would you think that your mentor and your partner is going to drug you and try to kill you? That's true. Uh, that is very true because it, at the time, at the time he, he didn't thinks, know. Yeah, he thinks Ao Obadiah's just gone a bit mad. Yeah, he thinks Obadiah's just a bit pissed because we've gone out of the weapons game. Yeah, and he, and he specialises in weapons, and so yeah. he's just like, oh, another old guy failing to adjust. Yeah, God. Ugh. And then he got drugged, and he was like, oh, shit. Yeah, he got rug feed, and was just like, oh, maybe not. Yeah, there we go. Easily debunked. <laughs> Cheers. Okay, so the pro one. You want the pro? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. This is a long one. Oh. Um, but this was the one with the most, like, detail and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, still the greatest MCU film. Way better than those overrated Marvels, <laughs> The Avengers, the overrated Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> The overrated Black Panther, the overrated okay. Infinity War, the massively overrated Ooh. 
Avengers Endgame, Ooh. Iron Man <laughs> is a fantastic masterpiece. Robbie Downey uh, Jr. provides uh, okay. the perfect actor to portray Iron Man slash Tony Stark. Terrence Howard was way better as Jim. Hang on, did he just have to Rose. say... Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Did he just have to say... To, uh, Robert Downey Jr. was a really good actor for Iron Man and then put in brackets that is Tony Stark no 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 he put Slash oh okay <laughs> yeah, yeah um, <laughs> Terrence Howard was a way better as Jim Rhodey Rhodes than Don Cheadle Don Cheadle sucks as War Machine slash Jim Rode, Rhodey, Rhodey Rhodes Terrence Howard should have been War Machine for the other MCU films instead of Don Cheadle Gwyneth Paltrow sells goop. Um, he's admittedly good at Petrofox. <laughs> John Favreau, good as Harold Happy Hogan. Um, mm-hmm. Leslie Bibb is great at Christine Everhart. Sean Tobe is great as Yin Zen, despite the character being Vietnamese Asian in the comics instead of Afghan Middle Eastern. He's definitely 100% just looked up the cast of Iron Man and just put all of those actors in. Bridges is a perfect as Ironmonger Obadiah Stane. He mm-hmm. honestly should have been Oscar nominated for Best Supporting Actor for his amazing performance in this film. And did or, he say he should be or he did? He should have been. No, he shouldn't have. <laughs> Paul Bettany is perfect as the voice of Jarvis. The yeah. cast is amazing. John mm-hmm. Favreau did a fabulous job um, at directing mm-hmm. the film. Yep. And while the Marvel gave him full creative control over this film, unlike the sequel where Marvel was constantly bad interfering behind the scenes where I ended up ruining Iron Man 2. <laughs> he is very great and talented film director. One of the best directors in Hollywood, and honestly, should have been Oscar nominated for the best director for directing this film. I mean, I think that's a bit much. The acting in this movie is great. Especially from Robert Downey Jr. This is kind of the vibe of it. The yeah. visual aspects are amazing. The action scenes are outstanding. The humour in this movie is good, unlike the childish humour in the Disney Marvel era. You know, the Disney bought Marvel. Um, you don't wait, need to put that bracket. Wait, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. When did... Di- hang on. But did Disney not always own Marvel? No, when did Disney buy Marvel? Okay, 2009. Okay, so right after Iron Man. Damn. It's um, <laughs> one of the top 10 best superhero comic book Marvel movies. The second best greatest film of 2008, right behind The Dark Knight. Iron Man is the best MCU film. Iron Man is the third greatest Marvel movie, superhero movie and comic movie. Right behind Spider-Man 2, <laughs> Iron Man is on my top 10 best films of all time list, and it's one of the top 10 favourite movies of all time list. Honestly, Iron Man sh- should have been Oscar nominated for Best Picture, Best Visual Effects, and for Best Score. Too bad the Academy Awards are mostly run by biased geeks and idiots. Iron Man is a fantastic masterpiece. Okay. I do not agree 
that it was the what was it the second best two thousand and eight film? Yeah. Okay, I don't agree with that because well, Bronson came out that year. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull came out that year. Um, what else came out that year? Um, Obama. Twilight came out that year. No. I know it's not good, but everyone, like, girls loved it. Bolt came out that year. What? Yes, no, that's 100 times better than Iron Man 1. Um, what else came out? Um, Taken. Clone Wars. <laughs> and yeah. Um. Uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Uh, Madagascar 2. The Tale of Despero. <laughs> Mummy. The yeah. Tomb of Dragon Emperor. Yeah, Kung I do not Fu agree Panda. with that statement at all. Kung Fu Panda came out that exact same year. <sighs> do more research. Hang on. Did he just. Has he just seen like a few 2008 films and he's just like, yeah, they're the only films that came out? <laughs> Wally came out in 2008. Okay. Okay. Wally. I know that he's being positive towards the film that I really like, but. Come on, even you will go, that's, that's, that's too much. You're using major hyperbole. <laughs> That's too much. Even for you, that's yeah. too much. I'd say it's really good. I would say it's one of the best... Um, excuse me. I would say that it is one of the best superhero films. Yeah, it's, it's pretty up there. But... I guess. I then would not also say it is the second best film of 2008. Mm. You needed to look at the films that came out with the name. That is... That's... That's second place is only reserved for The Incredible Hulk. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, didn't find that funny. (laughs) No, I didn't, because it's not funny, Fred. (laughs) It's not even, like, sarcastically funny. It's just not funny. (laughs) Okay, uh, five reasons why Iron Man 2 isn't as bad as people say it is. Wait, what? In brackets, oh. and, and five... No, uh, no, wait, and five reasons why it is. Okay, good, 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 good. I like, I like that. Okay, number 10 isn't exploring Tony Stark's self-destructive lifestyle. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, I do, I, yeah, I do agree with that. Number nine is... A lack of a clear through line. What the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? Iron Man 2's main problem isn't so much that it has too much going on, more that it doesn't demonstrate much focus on any particular story element over another, which is definitely a drawback when you're trying to present a thrilling linear action movie. I mean, that's not completely true because it does go based on um, him just trying to find a cure for yeah 
is like his half hot. of the entire point of the film is that he's trying to figure out how to fix save his himself. own save himself. Yeah, neither yeah. of the movie's villains seem like much of a match for the main hero. Yes. Not just even when they're working together, but especially when they're working separately. No, no, no. Not just even when they're working together, but especially oh, but especially when they're working together. And without them adding urgency to the plot, it starts to meander. Yeah. I uh, no. Well, we we have different principles for a good film. So that <laughs> obviously no, no. But I'm not. That's what I'm saying. Is in War is he gonna have? No, no, yeah, but like, um, my hand, they're saying that, like, um, without them adding urgency to the plot, it starts to meander. The whole point of, I've forgotten his name, the wannabe Tony Stark, is that he wants to, like, best Tony's idea. Mm. So, like, he adds not urgency. Hang on. But the whole thing isn't to add urgency. It's just to add a threat. Like, Slovakian or whatever guy, he um, just kind of threatens his life. Which I, which I believe is a pretty big fucking deal. Justin Hammer. Which is, yep. Right, no, it, it got me. I was like, yeah. Okay. What is his name? Yeah, like, like the Slovakian, like you know, like he threatens the life of Tony, you know, and then like Hammer, he threatens the whole business side of Tony. So them working together is like them fucking beating the living shit out of Tony if it worked, but obviously it didn't. Huh. So there you go. So they do add urgency. Just not to the plot, because they didn't need to. The urgency to the plot was made through him nearly dying because of the poisoning from the thing in his chest. I feel like I'm just ranting to no one right now. <laughs> but do you agree with what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I do. Um... Boom. I do agree, I do agree the villain does make the plot kind of um, feel less uh, tension-y. Yeah. But at the same time, there is also tension because what if Stark can't find a cure for the thing that's saving him? What what if who? Stark. Stark. Oh, <laughs> okay. Your mic's being a bit, like a bit weird. I thought you were saying Scott. I was like, who the fuck is Scott? No, no, no Stark. Yeah, if he Stark. didn't kill, then he mm. dies. So that's kind of tension, but it just is not the same tension as a villain. No, yeah, actively working against you. Mm. Okay, number eight is an isn't. So it isn't as bad as people think it is, mm-hmm. um, and that's because it has a variety of action scenes. I mean, that's not really a a point. But I do agree that it has a variety yeah. of action scenes. I just don't think that you can say that as a plus. Yeah. Number seven is as bad. 
is it's a franchise middleman. Perhaps the most damning of Iron Man 2's numerous plot threads is the material designed to set up the first Avengers movie. It isn't unbearable, but it strengthens the impression that the movie doesn't have a reason for existing outside of advertising the brand and keeping it fresh in the minds of audiences. Hang on, hang on, wait, hang on. Can you explain that again? So what, so what they're saying mm. is that Iron Man 2 mm. had no reason to be made other than to keep Marvel in, like, the Marvel brand in the heads of people and to advertise the whole brand. Which isn't fucking true. No, you could say that about any uh, sequel. You could, say yeah. that about, you could say that about Winter Soldier. You could say that about 4-2. You could say that about... Yeah, but then you can say that about any fucking sequel. You can say that about fucking Toy Story 2. Oh, oh, right, Fred, 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 calm down. You, you, you need to slow down on the fuckings. Okay? <laughs> it, it's a review. You're allowed to have an opinion. But it's wrong. I do get your opinion. Yeah. When it's wrong, I'm allowed to complain. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They have a cynical mindset, but it is wrong. Number six isn't. So it isn't as bad as people say. Is that it's the first true MCU movie? Oh yeah, because it's actually in the Disney. There are a number of recurring characters from the original Iron Man movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and even and even well, the less successful Incredible Hulk movie with Edward Norton isn't totally forgotten in the franchise's continuity. But Iron Man Two is the most is the moment that the MCU really committed to its form. Oh, so pretty much they're just saying because they're now actually implementing like Black Widow and Nick Fury, it's the first true MCU film. But it's not. That would be Iron Man 1. <laughs> because, you know, it's the first MCU film. Yeah. I do get it though. I do get their opinion. I get it. I get that it it's the first quote unquote true MCU film. Mm. But no. Number five, awkward cameos is the reason they is as bad as people say it is. Awkward cameo what do you mean awkward? I mean the entire character of um Natasha Romanoff. Sorry, I forgot her name. Yep. It's kind of awkward. Every scene she's in makes it more cringy. Um, yeah, but I think that's the point. It's meant to show like how like men are just dogs, you know. Yeah, like, like how Tony's still like a like a pure alpha male. Mm. Yeah. No, what, I do, I no, no, no. What they're talking about is like um the Elon Musk um cameo. <laughs> you mean that's so cringy? Not helping with the overall bloated feeling of the movie is a string of cameos, most of which haven't aged well for various reasons. The opening of the movie interestingly features two future Marvel movie main characters with brief appearances from Kate Mara from Fantastic Four and Olivia Munn from X-Men Apocalypse, which seem wasteful but not particularly egregious. Though Leslie Bibb's reappearance in the movie as once again not much more than the butt of a sex, sex joke 
doesn't help accusations of sexism. Why was it getting accusations of sexism? It's a film. Number one, it's a film. Number two, it's a film about what used to be a sleazy businessman. Mm. What do you think is going to be happening? He told a member of the US Congress to go suck it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's going to care. The appearances of business... Of businessmen? Of businessmen Larry L. Ellison and Elon Musk, however, all but relate them to being actual superheroes, which at the very least doesn't gel with the rest of the MCU, if not just being full-blown awkward and off-putting. Do you mean they're actual superheroes? They could still exist. The whole point of why the MCU is such a good is because it, it such can, a good. <laughs> Sorry, it, it can fit into the real world. Like Elon Musk and Larry Ellison chat to Tony because guess what? Screen rant. Tony used to be a businessman. Also, they add realistic things like the the you know when they're in the office with Pepper Potts office and Sean. Not Sean Hannity. Oh, right. Bill O'Reilly comes on from Fox News. Yeah. That's real life because that's what would mm. happen. You know, mm. woman gets in power, Fox News would lap that up. Yeah. Republican news, news of sorts. Conservatives don't like the women in power, obviously, you know. Well, that's not all conservatives, but. Okay, yeah. okay I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to skip this isn't as bad because it's just outstanding visual effects. It's like, no shit. <laughs> it's a Marvel film. Kind of what you get. Yeah. Number three is Mickey Rourke's performance. Who's Mickey Rourke? I'm gonna guess he's the Slovenian guy or whatever. Do a quick Google. There are a number of criminally yeah, underrated villains from the MCU, and there's even one in Iron Man 2, but it's definitely not Mickey Rourke's Ivan Whiplash Vanker. I mean his acting's not that fine. It's just the character I don't agree with. Aside from the unintimidating nature of the character, uh, it's hard to see how a guy who focuses on having electric whips really stands up to a guy who shoots missiles out of his arms. Because he can reflect those things with the whips, you know? You see in the in the first fight scene, he's like, boom, 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 whippity whip. Or if you actually watch the film again, screen rant... Yeah. And then you, you will know it. that it's the same shit as the stuff that he shoots out of his hands. And also, if you watch towards the end, he literally hangs two people. Mm. There's two little bodies just hanging there. Yeah. While he um, tries to Rourke's performance is as hammy as his Russian accent. That's fine. It's foreign. Mm. It sounds all right. He's blamed I, I, cuts for the way the character turned out but a number of creative choices that have been attributed to him don't indicate that this is what really went wrong. No. What do you mean? No, just it's just because the ca it. character's not exactly the most refined. No, and he's not that if great they spent, either. If they spent a while explaining who his dad was and why he was such a big deal... And why he was so attached to that fucking bird... No, that's anyway, all right. That's just like a random thing. But like, uh, if they actually explained who he was, uh -huh. and like why his dad was so important, and then why he was then deported and stuff like that, uh -huh. I think he would have then been really good. Yeah, 
I say I would I would I would have to agree with you there. Yeah, but it's because we don't find out enough about him to really give a shit. Mm. You're right there. Num- okay, number two isn't Don. Sh- okay, Don Shadle's before. Okay, fuck off. Don, we get it. You don't like Don Cheadle for some reason. Number oh. one has a sluggish second act. No, I don't agree with that at all. So what do you count second act? Where's so the, the second half? Point? I don't agree with that. I agree that there's one sluggish moment. I think there is a sluggish part. Yeah. The sluggish um, part is yeah. Justin Hammer and that the villain. That's the only sluggish part, I think. Oh, no, no, it means, like, in the film, like, when you're watching the film, like, when you get about after halfway, it's then sluggish. What's I don't your, agree with that. What's your... What's because your, the only you thing know. that I think is sluggish mm. is is the party scene. Yes, yeah, that is very sluggish. We literally skipped that. We yeah, we skipped it, because we knew that it was sluggish and that we didn't really care about it. Mm. However... The idea inside of it isn't bad. It's just that it goes on for way too long. So I don't, th- I don't think the idea is sluggish. I just think that they made it too long and then it became sluggish. But I don't agree that the entire second act is sluggish. Because then that would also include the whole bit of him fixing his chest thing um, it would include the Fox News thing that you were talking about. It would include um, if we're going off, it has a first and a second act. It would also include the whole ending. Um, it would include the first appearance of Tom Holland, not to- not Tom Holland, of of Peter Parker in the MCU. Um, so yeah, I don't agree that the second act was sluggish. No, I don't think the second act was sluggish. I just think it wasn't that. I just think it had one or two sluggish moments. Mm, yeah. Hey, did you hear that um, That Peter Parker was in Iron Man 2? Yeah, yeah. They, 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 he's the guy that goes like, with the helmet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when I heard that, I was like, hey, yo! <laughs> hey, you referencing it. Your references. Bit of Harvard referencing. <laughs> okay, do you want to do your things with Iron Man too? Oh, oh, this is gonna get saucy. Right, I found two anti-Iron Man um, two. twos. Oh my god! Um, okay. And one, I think, yeah, it's, shit. It's, I, I found one good one. Right. Damn. Here's the one. Number one. Ready.
Mm-hmm. What? So, so let me explain. The story mm-hmm. is that Tony Stark has to share technology in the military's advancement. Mm-hmm. And the story is one of the weakest stories of Marvel. But that's only half the story, mate. But I think he means that that point he doesn't agree with, and the, the the story in general is the weakest one of all stories Marvel films. Also, no, again, I'm going no, uh, to link back. Um, for the Dark World, boom, done, debunk that. Yeah. Right. No, Villain. but no, no, wait, 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 but wait, hang on. So he said that the story that that the whole plot of <laughs> Iron Man Two was how did he put it? He has to share his technology with the military. Yeah, and then how does he describe it? He says that it's... One of the weakest stories of Marvel. Okay. You can't take one plotline out of a film and call it the weakest story. Because you can do that with fucking anything. Yeah, yeah, true. You could do it with Endgame. Yeah. Like, you can take one story. You can take... Um, fucking. You could, you could take um, uh, uh, the first cocky moments of Doctor Strange. Yeah. Shove that in as a weakest put line. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it's not right. I do yeah. get that the story is a bit. I get that that weak. bit of the story is a bit weak, but it's not uh, meant to be like the biggest part of the story. It's just meant to be a conflict of like it, his life. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Because okay, yep. The villain. Mm-hmm. Okay. The villain in this movie is just a guy in a suit with one of and one of my least favorite MCU villains. And you know a villain is one of the you know important parts of a movie, so you need to build a strong villain. I mean they don't adversary for I mean the they don't have to be main character. No, but in superhero movies it's kind of yeah, it's not but, but it's better if you have one. I mean, not yet, but like you don't have to have one. No, but Fred, look, okay, look, we have different opinions on this, but a no, villain no, no, but, objectively no, no, but, would make a, a different villain would probably make Iron Man two a better film because it had no, so I, much potential. Mm-hmm. With if you keep the the the, the what? The, okay, hang on. How about this? How about how about this as an idea for Iron Man two? Uh-huh. Um, get rid of Hammer Industries and get yeah. rid of uh, Ivan. Whip have the Whip, yeah have the entire thing about his um his suits being taken to the military and him and and obviously him with the poison and shit or whatever. That is. might be a but it wouldn't help. because you'd end up going too political and shit for a. For a quote-unquote kids' film. Yeah, but I just... I feel like they could have chose a better villain. Who? Exactly. Because <laughs> the whole point of the film isn't to have a villain. Like what we said on, on the Screen Rant thing. The plot isn't driven by the villain. The villain is just... I Okay, hey, here's a good analogy for Iron Man 2. Mhm. It's the it's Tony's life, 
that he is in after saying that he's Iron Man. Mm-hmm. That's Iron Man 2. Mm-hmm. That is what Iron Man 2 is. So it's like after uh, he declares himself as Iron Man, he has um, the US government and the military trying to get his suits. You have um, people finding out who he is and trying to attack him for it. You have his chest thing poisoning him. And then you have the whole Hammer Industries trying to come down on him. That sounds mad. You have um, Hammer Industries trying to take over by making something that's better than what he has. Mm -hmm. So the entire... like The reason that people don't like Iron Man 2 Mm -hmm. is because they take it as a film that's meant to have a villain that's meant to be the whole driving plot of the film and like um similar to um like the first avenger mm-hmm. because it like the whole point of the film is that they're going to stop red skull yeah but in iron man 2 that's not the plot of like iron man like tony isn't trying to stop ivan no he thinks he's dead yeah, he's just trying to live his life. Mm. But then he has, like, Hammer coming down on him. You ha- He has the military trying to take his shit. And he has, um, po- like, his chest poisoning all happening in his life. So and that's the whole plot of Iron Man, like Iron Man 2. Does that not then make it a much better film than it would be if it had a main villain that was like his entire calling. Yeah. But they just mm. kind of chose a, a more it doesn't have to be main focus, but just mm-hmm. more men- menacing than dumb and dumber with his fucking no, but that's the uh, point in Hammer, though. He's meant to be a dumbass that is, tr- yeah, that is yeah, trying I, his I very hardest to I do know, good. I, I know. I get. I, I do get it. I just... Him and his bird piss me off throughout the film, okay? okay. I think the only thing that they needed to do... I, th- I think he's a, pr- he's a pretty good villain. He just didn't get enough backstory. Not back, not even backstory. He didn't have an like the film didn't explain the meaning to us enough. If you know what I mean. Yeah, he just kind of was out there like, yeah, yeah. my dad's like, dead. Like if we had been, we kill you now. <laughs> yeah, like if they had been like um, like um, have you ever played uh, Call of Duty World at War? This is really random. But have you ever played that one? No. Um, so that starts off giving you like flashes of like footage of World War Two. Oh yeah. And then with like um or like in Cold World War Two, it gives you like n- narration over it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then you kind of know like it, like if you had it, like if you somehow had no idea what the fuck happened in World War Two, yeah. you'd now have a basic idea. Mm-hmm. But, they should have done that with what happened to Ivan's dad. Yeah, just so we could get a little bit more of perspective on Obviously, why he's not at the start what... of the film. 
Yeah. Like they could have had Nick Fury narrating like that when he's doing that sit down thing with Tony. Mm. And then there you go. You've got, in my opinion, a pretty good fucking villain for the film that they're making. Obviously, he's not great. Like there's oh, yeah. still certain, Obviously. yeah. yeah there's still certain stupid bits, but he'd be a lot better than he is now. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Boom. Next <laughs> to the character of Vinvenko. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So here we go. Second bad one. Third one. No second. Second bad one of for Iron Man oh, two. Oh yeah. Sorry. 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 Yep. Unpopular opinion, but this is one of the worst Marvel films. Exclamation mark. I've wow. always hated this film, to be Why? honest. It is incredibly boring and convoluted. It had potential, but went nowhere. Mm-hmm. Nowhere as nowhere as near as good as the first film. This film is very slow paced and takes a long time to get going. Robert Downey Jr. is still on form as Tony, but I felt like he didn't particularly do much as Iron Man. Scrud shrug emoji. Half of the film feels like a rom-com with him bickering with Gwyneth Paltrow's Pepper and her Goop company. Very unsuccessfully, in my opinion. <laughs> then Nick Fury and Nash- Natasha pop during the uh, middle to set a future films. But that's about it. That's all they do. Uh, Scarlett Johansson is what? good as Black Widow, though. She has a few cool moments. M- Mickey Rourke is wasted potential, uh, wasted a potentially good villain, to be honest. He started Mm -hmm. off promising, but became very one-dimensional and boring. Yeah, he didn't have a reason Mm. to do anything. He was just attacking for the sake of attacking. I mean, he had a reason. Yeah. Which is because he didn't like... we We didn't relate to him enough. We didn't understand it enough. Um, even his fight scenes were forgettable. Uh, um, no. <laughs> I mean, I bet, to be honest, I barely remember the. The only thing I remember of the scene is of, is um him blowing himself up. Before we watch, before rewatching it. I mean, no, I like, I could remember that he brutally murdered many F one drivers. Um. <laughs> Um, I could also remember that he got both of uh, Iron Man and um, War Machine into like headlocks with the um, whips. Yeah, and then, also, and then also the the nuke that ended up having to be made to stop him. Oh yeah, uh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, but um, compared to so they're not, Thanos they're not going... forgettable. Yeah, but like, that's like comparing a missile that hits an airport to a nuke that destroys half of Europe. Yeah, but when you have so many films in this series, some of them become more yeah. forgettable than others. Yeah, but that's retrospect. Yeah, but still. Um, that's, but you that's, can't do that. That is, that is the point he's made. Yeah, but that's retrospect. You can't be doing that. What do you mean I can't be doing it? I just did. No, but you can't do that. 
What do you mean? There's no law saying I can't retrospect. I don't think. Let me Google it. Boris, put that in. <laughs> put that in, yeah. No, but, like, you can't review a film based on the things that are done better in the newer films. No, no, I do agree with that. I just yeah. think... So it's like, if an action sequence is better in Infinity War, mm-hmm. then, no shit, it's like ten years later. Yeah. Like, you can't do that. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, what's his other point? Okay. Or is that it? <laughs> no, 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 there's more. Oh, damn. Uh... Hang on, even his fight here. Sam Rockwell brings some laughs, but it felt like he was in a completely different film, to be honest. Dom Cheadle makes his debut as Brody, but he isn't given much to do. The subplot of Tony's suit poisoning him goes nowhere either. The action is also very mediocre. What? Hang on, hang on, hang That's on. Wrong. I know, no, I get it. I do, I do yeah, get yeah, it. Okay. Thank wrong. God for that. Thank God okay. for that. The action is very mediocre. I mean... Not really. There's no. Little of it. There's little of it compared to other films. There's little but of that, it. That doesn't but that's really because... Mediocre. There's little of it. But that's just because the main focus is not the villain. It's yeah. him battling... It's uh, his cancer. life. Chest cancer. Um, <laughs> Chest and cancer. The, and the final is very disappointing too. Overall, a very disappointing... Oh, it's, yeah, disappointing follow-up to an amazing film. N- no. <laughs> I mean, compared to no, Iron Man 1, it does not... Yeah, it, like, it's not as good as Iron Man 1. No. But, but I would not say it's those, a... Dis- yeah. some no, of I'd point. never say it's a disappointing sequel. No, it's not a disappointing sequel. I would... But if... Let's let's be honest. If they removed it and just had 1 and 3, but remade that 2, I wouldn't be completely disappointed. I would. Well, that's, that's, hey, you like Iron Man films a lot more than I do. No, no, I would, because then otherwise we would have no idea about half of Tony's personality. Like, we wouldn't know about his self-destructive personality that we clearly see in, um, like, Iron Man 3. Like, that we don't clearly see in Iron Man 3, I was meant to say, but you do clearly see in Iron Man 2. As then that explains why he's always so miserable when he has to make big calls later on. Because when he fucks up, he like starts to self-destruct. Yeah. Which wouldn't work. Because mm. we'd be going, why are you okay. doing that? Okay, well, to make you happy, to finish off the episode, uh-huh. I'm going to give you a pro Iron Man 2. <laughs> Iron Man 2 is an interesting beast to talk about. What? The first, the first time it's I saw... It's not a fucking lion. <laughs> the first time I saw this movie was when it came out in theatres, which was eight years ago. Damn. And I, no, I it wasn't. <laughs> well, no, not for, not for us, but it was for them. 2016, Trump just got elected. He's writing a review about Iron Man 2. Um, and I, uh, 2016, though. Yeah, well, it came out in 2008. 
What, Iron Man 2? Oh no, never mind, ignore me. Came out 2010. <laughs> oh, so 2018. Okay, midterms are coming up. You know, Midterms? <laughs> midterms for, uh, you know, US is coming up and he's like, right, Iron Man 2. <laughs> um, and I only rewatched the whole movie recently, making it my second viewing. Looking back on it, it's not quite Iron Man 1, but it's still a worthy <laughs> sequel addition to the MCU. Tony's arc in this movie involves him dealing with his own morality due to prolonged usage of the Iron Man suit, which is slowly killing him. Tony's a man who's been through hell throughout this franchise and is the one that's stepping stone towards becoming a real hero. Downey Jr. Um, sorry, hang on. Is that right? Okay, maybe it apparently is right. Downey Jr. Yeah. That's, that's, entire, that's, that's, yeah, that's his last that's, name. Yeah, but that's his entire sentence. It goes, oh, just Downey Jr. real hero, full stop. Downey Jr., full stop. Oh. <laughs> Which is why I was confused. Oh, um, no, no, no. No, no, no. Wait, wait. Uh, is it spelled J-R? Yeah. Yeah, they, they put a dot after J-R. Oh, okay. That's not a full stop, that's just okay. a dot. Okay, D- Downey Jr. Again, make it up. Downey Jr. again turns in a great performance as a man who's struggling to stay alive while still pretending to be invincible billionaire to people around him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. One of the most noteworthy things is about this movie is replacing the Terrence Howard with Don Cheadle in the roles of James Rhodes slash War Machine. I didn't really talk about Rhodey in my review of the first Iron Man, but here he gets a bigger role as the rival to Iron Man, quote-unquote, as the US military yeah. wants to take control of the Iron Man armour. Another big addition in this movie is Scarlett Johansson as Natasha Romanoff slash Black Widow, a S.H.I.E.L.D. all caps, agent slash formed Russian spy. Um, Johansson makes a for a fun addition to the growing MCU, and a dynamic with Downey makes for an interesting partnership. Another character I didn't talk about much in the first Iron Man is Pepper Pop, played by Goop owner Gwyneth Paltrow. She's the bigger role. Wait, in do they movie. actually put these in the review, or do you yep. just keep on saying it? <laughs> no, no, no this, this one actually has put Goop. Um, <laughs> Goop president. Her... Movie and she is now acting president of Stark Industries. She gets some very funny. No, she's ones. not. She's she's the CEO. <laughs> oh, whatever. You know, they're they're probably eight. Of this I don't know. Um, when playing off of Downey, Sam Rockwell as Justin Hammer makes for a sleazy and silly antagonist. Mike mm-hmm. Mickey Rourke's Whiplash. Meanwhile. Is quite as memorable as Jeff Bridges' Ironmonger. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I do provides, agree. Provides a worthy challenge to Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Iron Man 2, a movie that doesn't quite surpass Iron Man 1, but still an, intending, an, inten, an, an entertaining sequel that continues to expand the MCU. Mm-hmm. I agree with... Most, 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 if not all of that. Like, yeah, I can't see, I can't, I can't see anything specific. The way he's worded it, I can't see anything wrong with it. 
Yeah. Because he hasn't said anything good about Whiplash. Mm. He hasn't... Even though he also didn't say anything too bad. ...quote-unquote challenge to Iron Man. I'd say Uh, he's a... I'd say he's a worthy challenge because he has to figure out how to um, beat someone that has his own shit. Yeah. Uh, He also mentions Gwyneth Paltrow owns Goop. I was just adding it in there for fun with the other other one. (laughs) This man, this man's thinking ahead, you know? Thinking of the long game. Yeah, thinking of the long game. Um, But yeah, that was my Mm. articles. Also, I think that's the only review of Iron Man 2 out of the three that we listened to. That that we listened to, that we read, <laughs> that I listened to, <laughs> um, that um, said that Don Cheadle's um, Rhodes was better than um, the other one. Yeah, Jamie something. Um, Jamie whatever. I don't give a shit. My voice when um, when I was Sam Rockwell. No, no, that's, that's Justin Hammer. Ignore no. me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's right. We know who the fuck we mean. We know who the fuck we mean. Terrence Howard. There we go. Um. Mm. Yeah, because normally, for some reason, people hate the switch from Terrence to Cheadle. But I don't get why. Like the but Iron Man one one. They should have made a joke about plastic surgery. They yeah, they should have. They missed out. It... You know? No, but it was two thousand nine. It wasn't as big of a deal. Yeah, but you never know. You know, or they, it, or they should have made a joke of like, "Damn, you're fucking different, don't you?" Yeah, <laughs> Obviously not a, that, as it was Disney, but like, you know, some sort of joke. Like when he comes in, like, it, I, like, like Tony should have just in, said, "Like, there's something different about you." Yeah, Tony should have just like shook his hand and been like, "So different about you." <laughs> Hairstyle, got it. You got a haircut, didn't you? Haircut. I know you. <laughs> Okay, thank God. My Alexa started listening again. I was like, no, please. <laughs> but okay. yeah, that, that is our reviews on reviews of... Th- of the three films that we've done reviews on. <laughs> on so far. Yeah. Um, so for a bit more background for us, because we're, we're now more organised. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, we Next episode, we can now tell you, it won't just mm-hmm. be you'll randomly come up with what we got. Next episode, mm-hmm. we will be doing... Captain America's The First Avenger Ruse re, sorry, reviews and rankings of their characters. Oh yeah, the characters of Yeah, so it's, so it's gonna be a rankings episode with slight reviews, but it'll be a rankings video. It'll be a rankings video. Um Yeah. Yeah, hang on, let me just I'm just gonna walk, keep 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 talking as I'm gonna try and find a Oh god. Um Wait. Um uh, t- uh oh god. Uh speaking. Oh shit. Uh t- <laughs> um What am I talking about? <laughs> well, um just talk about stuff. Okay, talk about hang on. After okay. that we're gonna do four. Okay. Yeah. Um talk about that, I don't know. Okay, um Um And then um, we won't be doing another Marvel uh, episode for a few weeks. No, we will. We Ooh. will. Yeah, we are going to do Thor, then Iron Man one and two film characters. Then we're going to do. Damn. 
we've got we you should have told him we got a router that would have been so much more of a yeah the uh, we now have a we now have a router we now have uh, well done, we now have a quote unquote timetable that we're going to be hopefully sticking to it has been a while sorry about the um nothing for the last week or two but um what we've been trying to do is we've been uh, trying to come up with ideas of how to make this podcast better. more interesting yeah one we've been trying to do that two we've had school so it's been fucking hard and three we've also been having to juggle with another podcast that we're doing mishmash of history but that you'll ever fucking look at that um because yeah. <laughs> it's actually educational um so we've been trying to juggle those three things together mm-hmm. and it's been a big fucking mess yeah it has it's been it's been god awful but we've, but, we've done it now we've gone through that period here we are we have we haven't done a captain america thing again we haven't disappeared for a year and come back we're here now we're here now um, so, um, anyway, yeah, we have a timetable. Um, mm-hmm. So we've decided to start new, um, I was going to say ventures. <laughs> we've started new enterprises. <laughs> enterprises. No, we're going to be starting our reviews and rankings on other um, franchises other than Marvel. Because, like, I don't know, it's just started to get a bit, like, Stale, you know, it, like to talk about all the time, isn't it? Well, we got a short video coming up next episode. Do we? This, this thing has got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight characters. Damn. <laughs> okay. So we might be able to merge two episodes together then. Maybe, or we might be able to stretch them in some way or another. Yeah, somehow we'll be able to stretch that. Yeah, we'll um, always find a way. Yeah, so we wanted to go into other franchises. So how many weeks is it until we start the next franchise? It will be if 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 everything goes to plan. Mm-hmm. In four weeks or three yep. weeks, I'm not sure on the maths on that. We will yep. be starting the Star Wars. Um, hey, we'll be jumping into that. Uh, the pool. Yep. We'll be dipping our toes. So here's yep. the route. Mm-hmm. Star Wars, ranking the films as we did for the start of the Marvel. Mm-hmm. Prequel trilogy, rare films reviewed. We're going to try and jump them together. We're, gonna, we're experimenting um, with yeah. that. If it doesn't work, we'll, you know, um, just probably do a Phantom Menace and then, you know, yeah. router, um, do all that. Mm-hmm. Seven prequel characters ranked. And then eight Clone Wars episodes and season ranked. Here's mm-hmm. another thing. Um, we're going to try and do shows. We're going to try yeah. and get episodes. So, so how the episodes kind of go? We 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 rank the different seasons. What's our favorite episode? What's the most funny episode? What's the worst episode of that season? Stuff like that, just to spice it up a bit. Yeah. Um, that's what we came up with after brainstorming for about a year. Um, <laughs> and then four weeks after that, we have Game of Thrones. Woo. <laughs> Which, That's one that I'm really excited for. That we we had we definitely had to mix it up with Game of Thrones. Yeah. We couldn't do films yet. Mm. We'll wait for we'll wait for um. We're wait waiting for the Game of Thrones film. We'll wait for that. Um. So we got Game of Thrones ranking of episodes and seasons, just like uh 
the Clone Wars. Before, but with Clone Wars. Um, <laughs> Go to the next episode will be Geo Game of Thrones season one reviewed, mm-hmm. and then uh, Game of Thrones major plotline season one, and mm-hmm. then the last one of that router is characters of season one and their progression just through that season. Capital letters, so we don't. <laughs> just in season one because <laughs> they come back obviously well some of them do yeah. uh, some of them don't yeah and then after that we're deciding to go a bit mad <laughs> we're going a bit off track in in pop culture yep we're going to be doing lucifer hell yeah we are <laughs> um so how we're gonna go is Lucifer episode ranked, just like yep. the other shows. Yeah, just season like how review, everything starts. Season two review, review and rankings of the characters in season one and two. And then yep. we can go back to Marvel. Then we'll uh, figure Marvel, it out. Geod, Lucifer. We'll uh, keep uh, doing like that on and then, and then we'll figure it out. We'll like we might switch it up and start doing like one every week or something. No, not one every week. Jesus Christ! I was about to, I was about to slap you. I was like, meant to say like we change it once every week. Was maybe. what I was meant to say. But we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Anyway, you uh, know exactly what the fuck we're doing now. You know what may or may not come out, so you know what to expect. Yeah. Hopefully. So see you guys in one of those probably like fifty episode ideas that we have. Um, really planned. Yeah. Uh, see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>